This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host tonight, David, and today's game will feature the Benchwarmer team of Scott and Walling versus the team of Matt and Eric Eade. Uh, let's see who should go first. Scott and Walling, someone jump in. Tell me how you're doing. And, uh, you know, whoever doesn't have the team name, yada, 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 you can go first. Both have the team name. We're a, a well-oiled machine. Oh, wow. But, uh, All right. Well, then you can flip a coin on who goes first. Synergy. I don't, I don't really care that much. It's not Synergy Field, but uh, yeah, it's a Synergy here. Uh, I'll go first. I'll let uh, Eric the Elder, you know, be the Elder. I'll show my respect to the Elder here and, and let him rest for a second here. Um you know, he's on solo dad duty, so I want to make sure he's not distracted too much. So I'll take this one. Um, I'm good. Excited to play a David game, as always. Um, you know, we'll see what we have in store. But other than that, I'm good. I don't have much going on. Just excited to, to see you fellas and to record an episode. Um, yeah, things are things are good. I, I can't really uh, can't complain. So happy to be here. It's nice to see some of your faces. Matt's beard is getting awesome. So I yeah, I noted that it was a lot longer than the last time I saw him. I think Matt went on vacation and like had beard implants or something. All right. I actually just got it trimmed. So oh, wow. maybe that's why it's looking. This maybe it's just trimmed. more. Maybe that's why it's looking awesome because it's not as scraggly. All right. Walling, how you doing? Things are well. Uh, Scott and I were just commenting on how we haven't been on a game together for a while. So it's good to catch up. Uh, he's got his Christmas rock and the Christmas present um, of the L train t-shirt that we did. I got him. So it's good to see everybody again. It's been like Scott said, it's been a little hectic. The uh, solo dad duty is this is, makes for some long days, but I'm very excited. The by the time this comes out, I will have really enjoyed that draft that I attended here in Kansas City. So wow, can you believe that <laughs> happened? When that thing picked, that was crazy. That's yes, exactly oh in that trade between and. <laughs> it's like crazy, right? Right. You set you set up the Mad Lib now. We can dub it in yep. later. Just, yeah, yeah, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix that's, it in post. That's perfect. Yep. Remember uh, at that draft when Roger Goodell looked like an idiot? Yeah, when right. everybody oh, booed him. That's right. Yeah. I already Every know that. Draft. Draft. And wait, don't forget, everyone booed him, and he looked surprised. Yeah. So, right. And okay. then he kind of did the thing where he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing yeah. loud enough." Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very excited. So, um. Yeah, so Scott and I were bonding over over Major League Baseball prospects, specifically Texas Rangers prospects, and we were thinking about movies we also liked, American cin- pieces of American cinema history, really. Um, and so we decided to mesh the two of those together, and our team name tonight is going to be Jack and Kumar Go to White Castle. I love it. I think it's a great reference. And Wait, so who was, who was the Jack in, in reference to? Uh, Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker uh, to uh, the two Vanderbilties. Ah. Rangers farmhands and not doing so hot. Shoot. Now I got to change my fourth quarter question where the, where the answer was JTL. All right. (laughs) Okay. Matt. Well, number one, I, I, I feel the same way guys. It's like, this is an all bench warmer game. We haven't, I feel like I haven't been on an all bench warmer game in forever and feel like I haven't seen most of you guys in like weeks or months. So cool. Nice to hang out with you guys. Well, when you want to cruise, why don't you tell us about that? No, I don't mean to go on cruise. Number two. <laughs> so I told you guys months ago I got a puppy and she loves to chew everything, right? So I don't know if you guys know, but I keep a notepad that 
has all my handwritten notes for every game that I've ever played. And I've had one notepad has lasted each is about a year or so. And I had one page left on a notepad and she got a hold of it and chewed up and destroyed it. So I lost all of my handwritten notes for the last year of every podcast that I did. So that little girl, she's chewed up the side, like the, the sides of the steps on the banister. Right. So she's chewed that up. And it's probably going to cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to replace that. Jeez. But I was more furious about her chewing up my notepad no, but, <laughs> with all my right. handwritten notes. Some stuff, well, can't, be, some stuff uh, can't be replaced. Yeah, on yeah, a scale yeah. of one to Michael Vick, how angry were you, though? <laughs> I mean... That's a very big scale, Scott. I, was, I, I don't even know how to gauge that. I'm going to say, like, <laughs> six is where you start hitting the animals, like, right? So oh, I, was man. Jack, I was about what, a four. How about, how about one to Jack Black and Anchorman? There you go. There you go. I was like at about a seven then. (laughs) Very nice. I I was in a glass box of my emotions. (laughs) Mr. Eid, we're finally up to you. How about if you share how you're doing and give us a team name? I'm fine. (laughs) Everybody, everybody went for a while. So I think I'll just keep it short. That's fine. Give Um, us a team name. We're good with that. You look fantastic, buddy. Thanks. Um, So Matt, it wasn't on the recording, but he was a little, little, caught up in his feelings about a soccer game that happened today. So that inspired me to, to, to go with our team name and I'm going to change it on the fly, David. I apologize. Just the last portion. Um, so it's going to be uh, Eric and the Himalayan salty Dickie boy, Eric and the Himalayan salty Dickie boy. There you go. Cause it can't just be salty cause that's walling. So you gotta, you gotta make you a healthier salt. We've got two seven word tie, uh, seven word uh, <laughs> team, team names. I think I'm gonna have to figure look for some shortcuts. It's gonna be a long. Yeah, you recording. just ca- you just call us a salty dick at the end. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm more than capable of a briefing on my own. I don't need I don't need help. Wait, so what was the other one? Was Jack and Kumar? Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Okay, go to White Castle. And Eric and the Himalayan salty dick boy. All right, we've been talking for a while, so let's uh, let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right. Thank you, Dan. Anyone need any clarification about the rules read or everybody pretty much got it at this point? All right. Well, today's first quarter is going to be sporting haikus. Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one of sporting haikus. Tallest in the hall, pitched no-hitter in both leagues. Five Cy Young Awards. Check it in. All right, Jack and Kumar, go to White Castle. Or first to check in, Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy. Talk it out. You think this is Randy Johnson? Yeah. All right, Randy Johnson. It's checked. <laughs> All right, and Jack and Kumar, go to White Castle. Um, I believe this, you left out a very important fact of he's a published artist now or like a showcased artist now. Photographer. Photographer. Uh, Randy Johnson. 
Playing with 17 syllables, it's way too hard. Yes, that's correct. Points all around. It is Randy Johnson. Okay. Question number two. I, I pulled an E here, by the way. I fell in love with one of my lines of syllables, so I just started using it. Question two. Tallest in the hall, 0-2 first pick overall, less than 10K points. We're checked in. All right. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Have checked in again first. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy. Your turn to talk it out. In the Hall of Fame already at the 21 years, they would have had to have retired in like 16, 17. Tallest in the Hall. So like a 16-year career. Must have just <laughs> went into the Hall this last year, right? Or like the year before that? Do you think he actually means the Hall of Fame or not just like a random hallway? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. Right there. Just nailed it. How do you, aunt, how do you, have, our, how do you we're, have We're checking in with a hallway. <laughs> Uh, we're checking in with the smoke detector. Um, first overall, first pick overall. So it's Yao. He's in the Hall of Fame. Is he? Maybe not this. Maybe not the regular Hall. I don't know. Maybe he is. Who knows? Probably know, everybody. Every Why am I even questioning? It's the NBA. Everyone's in it. I'm almost there. There you go. I All guess right. we're yep. gonna check. We're gonna check in with Yao Ming. And Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. What'd you guys have? Yeah, that was the only thing that made sense. So we also checked in with Yao Ming. It is, in fact, Yao Ming. He went into the Hall of Fame. I can't remember what year, but I think he was actually inducted with AI and Shaq. It was a kind of banner year. So I do I guess think he... it was. I, I feel like I remember him and Shaq. Yeah, I think they did go in together. Right. Yeah, because didn't Shaq on there about how he didn't think Yao Ming spoke English for the longest time? And then <laughs> Oh, that could be right. Yeah, yeah. And then he asked, and then one day in a game, he said, sorry, and Yao spoke back to him in English. And Shaq was like, you speak English? He's like, yeah, I've spoken English this whole time. <laughs> like his entire career, he didn't know he spoke English. Absolutely. Yeah, so the, the point about the 10,000 points I and, and your joke about it's the NBA, of course, he's in the Hall of Fame. He only had 9,200 something points in his career, but I guess it, it was more of an induction about, in part because of his contribution to the game and bringing yeah. it to China and all of that. So yes, for sure. So, so we all have a chance? <laughs> we, we do have a chance because of our impact on the game. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Of course. All right. Question three, tallest in the hall, drafted three picks post Keyshawn, SB35. We'll check it. All right. Once again, Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. I've checked in. So other team, you can talk it out. I get caught up with the, the, the I don't know why I even pay attention to the first line, the tallest part, because how do I, I don't know. I don't care. So drafted Keyshawn, three Keyshawn. picks post Keyshawn. Where was Keyshawn, Keyshawn drafted in the Keyshawn's first overall? Went yeah. to the, the Jets. And then what year was this? Two, uh, no, oh, geez, 2000. I, I keep forgetting that we're no longer uh, 96. Yeah, 96. Um, okay, that's I right. thought Matchburn was 96. Yeah. So that, that then it was uh, Hardy, Simeon Rice, Jonathan Ogden. So that would be three picks later. I don't know how tall he is. I don't care, but he was at Super Bowl 2000, the 35 with, with the, the Ravens. Ravens. So Jonathan Ogden, checking in. All right. And Jack and Kumar, what'd you guys have? We started thinking, okay, what are some other guys that could come up when we get to football? And then right before this question, I said, I think Ogden is like one of, if not the tallest dude in the hall. And then we backfilled the clues to fit Jonathan Ogden. So that is why we checked in with Jonathan Ogden. Yep. Both teams are receiving points and, and he nailed it exactly. It was Keyshawn to the Jets, Kevin Hardy, the Jags, uh, Simeon Rice to the Cardinals, and then Jonathan Ogden, who is, I don't know, I don't know, he's listed somewhere between six, eight and six, nine. I did I, for some reason, didn't realize he was quite that tall. I knew he was a big dude. I didn't wait, quite realize. Wait, how tall is he? I had, I had listed at six, eight or six, nine on oh, research. 69. Six, oh, great. <laughs> nice. 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 
Uh, all right. So there you go. Points all around. And he was inducted in 2013. Whoever said that was also right. Okay. Last question of our sporting haikus. Tallest in the hall. Anyone want a peanut? Obey clothing line. We can, we check, can in. check that in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Eric and the Himalayan salty, yada, yada, yada. They're checking in. Jack and Kumar, cheers. I believe it's uh, Obey. Obey's tagline was originally Andre the Giant has a posse. Um, <laughs> And yeah. I don't think he pronounced just right. So, but I'm but pretty despite sure that, is, yeah, yeah, but despite that, I'm pretty that. sure this is Andre the Giant. Agreed. Yeah, we'll check that. And Eric and the Himalayan salty guy, what you got? <laughs> yeah, Andre the Giant. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, so I'd, I had to verify this because I think they exaggerated Andre's height and there have been taller wrestlers, but I don't think any of them are in the Hall of Fame. On the original on the original that, that Welling was referring to, it it said Andre has a posse and it said seven, five, you know, 520 pounds or whatever, the, whatever the billing was. And it yeah. was the actual line is anybody want a peanut? Not anyone want a peanut from Princess Bride, but I had to take liberties with the for the syllables. The Obey clothing line. So I'm guessing, Welling, you know, the Obey clothes. Yes. Okay. Never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, so, no. oh. so Shepard Ferry, who's the artist who created the Barack Obama Hope picture, that's probably what he's most famous for. But how he came up was a street artist, and the face of the Obey clothing line is actually just like a stencil outline of Andre the Giant's face. But the way he got his name around originally was putting up stickers that were that face that said Andre the Giant has a posse or Andre has a posse or something like that. So. So I'll tell you my quick brush with fame before they were famous. So when I was at, when I was in school, Ferry was at Shepherd Ferry was at RISD, which is right down the hill from Brown. And I was TAing a class, so I was always at Kinko's. This is definitely a dating story, just because Kinko's don't even exist anymore. What was he the would, dating story when you said I was in school? Uh, that's probably <laughs> that's probably true. It started there and it's gone straight downhill. But anyway, he was there all the time. I was there getting course packs, et cetera, et cetera, and running stuff off of the professor and. And he was running off all these stickers. And I was like, what are you doing? And so I started asking him and he said, he was telling me the whole story that he started these stickers and people just started asking for them from all over the world and were putting them up all over the world. So I like had, a, you know, I had a friendship with this guy because I saw him probably 20 times at Kinko's and used to talk about this. And he was, he was coming in with bigger and bigger batches and leaving with bigger and bigger boxes. I was like, something crazy is going on here. I don't understand it, but something is crazy. So anyway, yes, points all the way around. Well done to everybody. Um, Yay. So after the first quarter, we have scores of Jack and Kumar go to White Castle with a uh, hundred points, and they are tied with Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy, who also have a hundred points. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia that you have come to expect from us. There are also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmer swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. And that will bring us to the second quarter, which will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. 
If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question one of our missing link. The last year that the NFL draft had eight rounds was, I should pause here. Do you know, Eric Eid? It was 1993. That year, two Big Ten quarterbacks were taken in the eighth round. The Chiefs drafted neither one, but both would eventually make the Pro Bowl while playing for the Chiefs. One was Trent Green. Who was the other? All right, David, we're going to check in. All right, Jack and Kumar go to White Castle, have checked in. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy. You want to talk it out? I started going about it by the draft, but it it was easier just to go Kansas City quarterbacks that were any good. Yeah, because yeah. that's a list of like six all time. And I'm so, kind of bummed that I didn't pick up on that immediately. I should have known this one. So go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we're checking in with uh, Elvis Gerbach. All right. And Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Okay. I, I, I I went the Eid way first. And yeah, it just <laughs> makes sense once you kind of whittle, <laughs> whittle down to who might have st- stumbled their way into a Pro Bowl with the Chiefs. Because it's not like he was he was all that good anyway. Um yeah, we also checked in with Elvis Gerbach. And both teams are receiving points. So, yeah, so Trent Green uh, was picked 222nd that year. Elvis Gerbach was picked three picks ahead of him at, at 219. There was actually a third quarterback that had, I guess, some success, arguably, and that's Alex Van Pelt, uh, who's the current offensive coordinator for the Browns. So in the last year that there were eight rounds, there were actually three quarterbacks that went on to some career in football. So it was pretty impressive. All right, Elvis Gerbach. Oh, well, well, done. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So far, this game is not a David game. I don't know trying. what's I don't know I'm what's trying. going on <laughs> here, but both teams have gotten these answers too quick. I told I you have, this was gonna and be, I, I have yet to hear an abundance of statistics. I'm I there's gotta be the ball's gotta it's gotta be balanced. Um, oh it's like it's too I'm enjoying early, it. I know. I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying it too. This is I'm sitting there going like why am I having fun? I'm trying to write David this. Why am What's I having fun? fun? <laughs> that's, and that's the title. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, Matt, I mean, it's like of these five questions, I've known like uh, almost all of them. So uh, this is good. <laughs> almost, all right. almost all of them. <laughs> let's 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 see if we can keep this going. All right. Matt, we're all proud of you. So question number two of our missing link. <laughs> Who has been fined by the NBA a total of more than $2.2 million, accounting for more than 10% of NBA fines since 2000, all by himself? All right, let's go ahead and check it in. All right, Jack and Kumar go to White Castle and have checked in on the way. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy, what you got? Considering the missing link in the in the first answer, do you know any... NBA stars who share a name with a pop star. No. Uh, pop star? There's it no doesn't... there's no NBA player whose name is Pink, maybe, or uh, <laughs> I you just I can't I won't funny. I, I was gonna say something bad. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm holding it, but I'm holding that back. Pink is awesome. I enjoy pink. I know, but I was gonna say it never you can't stop it. <laughs> All right, so I originally said I don't think it's right, but Ron Artest got fined often, but his fines were like always like headline grabbing fines, right? Plus, I don't, I mean, he had a few big ones, but he didn't have like consistently. You would think it would be somebody who had a whole bunch of small ones, like some. Is there like some sort of like uh, fine for you know the way you wear your 
2.2 million isn't a lot. Or something. Since 2000? Like, Ben Simmons has been fined an insane amount. Wait, they find people for not being able to shoot? Yeah. <laughs> like, Ben Simmons that... is fined over... I, I want to say he's, like, up over $15 million in fines. So that's why this question just kind of throws me off. Is It's... I mean, 2.2 doesn't seem like a lot because I know Kyrie's been fined a lot, too. You know more about this than I do, so... Well, I... Ben Simmons like sat out a ton of time, like not injured, just like I'm not going to play. And Kyrie Irving missed a ton of time because he wasn't going to get vaccinated and missed all those home games. Could only and play he, on the road. And he said the world was flat. Well, I don't think I don't think you get fined for that yet. Do they find for stupidity yet? It's it's soon, hopefully. I mean, but if you think about like technical fouls, then you got like Rashid Wallace. Maybe I there's nothing for me to 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 grab onto here other than nothing. Than just players that are fine. So I mean, we can. I say we go Rasheed Wallace. Okay. All right. And Jack and Kumar, what did you guys have? Uh, so one name popped in my head is somebody who gets fined all the time because he whines about refs and poorly runs a franchise. And we checked in with Mark Cuban. One team is receiving points. The correct answer is Mark Cuban. He does get fined an awful lot for whining about refs. I don't think you get fined for running a franchise poorly, but he may, well, he he may, should. He may, he may very, very well do that. I think, Eat. I'm not sure where I saw this, but you may be a little bit nervous what you're saying. I think when... When Kyrie was sitting out or Ben Simmons sits out, they're getting fined by their team, not by the NBA. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a subtle distinction, but I mean, we're talking fines by, you know, like $2.2 million is a lot. I mean, the reason Cuban racks up so quickly is he starts complaining and it's $100,000, $200,000. And he said he said something about every time he gets fined, he matches, he makes an yeah, equivalent donation to a charity. So, yep. All right. Well, the correct answer was Mark Cuban and our theme blinked answers thus far are Elvis Gerbeck and Mark Cuban. Wait, $2.2 million is a lot of money? Well, I mean, not to him. That's the point. But but to any NBA owner, it wouldn't be a lot of money. But uh, yeah, anyway. He does oh. it in advisory shares. There you That's go. right. That's right. Very nice. Very Thank you for beating me to the Shark Tank reference, Scott. Does he, does he still own Yahoo? No, he owned uh, like radio.com. I yeah, I think it was broadcast. He did own radio. Wasn't yeah, it broadcast.com? Yeah, might that, be broadcast, yeah. yeah. He caught he he sold it to, to Yahoo right at the peak of the of the first dot com surge. <clears> and then of course the bubble burst. So one of two good investments he's made. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Question three of our missing link. Playing most of his career for the Pittsburgh Steelers next to Jack Lambert, what ex Penn State Nittany Lion owns the NFL record for the most takeaways by a non secondary player with fifty four? Yeah, we'll check in. All right. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy has checked in. Half checked in? Uh, and Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Not much to talk about since we can think of about nope. one other Steelers defender. What the hell? Just, uh, just do it. Yeah, we'll check in with uh, Joe Green. Okay. And Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy, what you guys have? Man, well, we, man. Yeah, we went on a trip on this one, didn't we? You, you had Joe Green, but I knew he did not go to Penn State. David, when you said in the question, it said, uh, played next to, I was on for like a good three minutes and they're going like, well, Jack Lambert was a outside linebacker. So it would have had to have been a defensive lineman. So played next to, so I'm sitting there going back and forth uh-huh. until I like, I said, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 now. Lambert was a middle linebacker. Jack Ham was another linebacker, middle linebacker. So yeah, so it had to have been Jack Ham. And then he said, yeah, he went to Penn State, Jack Ham. One team is receiving points. Yeah, so Mean Joe Green, I'm pretty sure, went to North Texas. It was it was someplace in Texas yeah, that was did. not one of the big ones. 
He went to North Texas, but North Texas. that that I mean that steel curtain had some unbelievable. There was Elsie Greenwood, there was uh, of course me Joe Green, there was Jack Lambert, and then, you know in the secondary they had Mel Blunt and Donnie Shell. I mean that was an unbelievable team, dominant team. But anyway, yeah. So Jack Ham had thirty two interceptions, which just seems like an absurd number in today's game. He had thirty two interceptions and then twenty two takeaways besides that, which I assume were mostly fumble recoveries. So anyway, yeah. So it is Jack Ham, and our theme linked answers thus far are Elvis Gerback, Mark Cuban. And Jack Ham. Question four. With an MLB career that spanned from 1986 to 2006, he hit 306 career home runs and went from the Rangers to the A's to the Yankees to the Tigers to the Reds to the Blue Jays to the White Sox, back to the Rangers to the Mariners, back to the Rangers again, back to the Yankees, and finally with the Twins. We we can check in. All right. Before I've even pasted the question, Jack and Kumar go to White Castle, have checked in. Eric and the Salty Dicky Boy, I'm to talk it out. How many home runs? 306. And how many teams? 45. <laughs> One, two, three, You're not wrong. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, if you count duplicates with the Yankees and Rangers being Rangers twice. And the A's. Rangers to the A's. Played both of the White Sox and Twins, and we don't know this player. So 1986. 2006. 300 home runs? Uh, Finally with the Twins. We played with the Twins in 2006. I should know this. Is that... A... Uh, Justin Morneau? No, that's... that's no, this that's, isn't Marquise Grissom, right? No, it's, Ru- it's Ruben Sierra. Ruben Sierra. He played Thank with the White Sox. You. I forgot about his cup of coffee there. Is that so, check-in? Yeah, yeah, we're going to check in with Ruben Sierra. Okay. And Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. What did you check in so quickly? Well, somehow I, I came up with this one. I, I'm embarrassed that it took me a second to remember my best friend and wing wingmate, um, who, in case you were curious, it was during the Twins tenure when we were closest for roughly an hour at Kelly's Westport Inn. Uh, we also checked in with Ruben Sierra. Both teams are receiving points, and it's funny you called them that because my flavor text that I wrote to myself is, I figured it's been a while since we had a question about Walling's best friend. So there you go. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so our theme blinks answers thus far are Elvis Gerback, Mark Cuban, Jack Ham, and Ruben Sierra. I'm going to move on to question five. Poker players will often name hands, such as pocket rockets for two aces or four horsemen for four kings. What's the poker hand that players refer to as the, quote, golf bag, unquote? And it's a five-card hand, just so you know. We can check in. All right. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy has checked in. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Your turn to talk it out. Right. Yeah, you're definitely on to it. You know, clubs, right? Right. So just a f- club, fl- like a flush of clubs or straight flush of clubs? or Yeah, I don't know the exact terminology i just get really excited when i get it during my when i play my poker app while while <laughs> which is really the only time i usually <laughs> have enough time to play so yeah i don't i don't know the the actual you know name right the actual hand um what is the poker hand that plays referred to as the golf bag hand yeah like, i think it's just i don't a, know if it's any five clubs or if it's a specific set just a, maybe just a set of clubs that would make sense right I, it does make sense all right cool I'm not going to, I think that's probably the best bet. And it matches I, yeah, the I think fact that, that it's if, golf if, bag. If we somehow have to be more specific, maybe, yeah. you know, he may tell us, but yeah, I, I think that's fine. Set of clubs and check that in. So I said it's specifically a five card hand. Does that, does that change your answer at all? When you say set. Well, we just okay. mean like, 
uh, okay, then a club flush. A cl- club, a flush? club flush. Okay, club I'll flush. take I'll, I'll take yeah. club flush. Yeah. Okay, no, I'll take club flush. Okay, and Eric and the Himalayan salty dicky boy. Would you guys have? I played a decent amount of poker. I thought I was going to be pro for a while, but it, it didn't work out. But I know, like the the heart flush is like called Valentine's Day. The spades is there's there's a lot of different names. Like digging deep is one of them. The diamonds are. I think it's well dressed is for the diamonds. Um, and it, David, it can be referred to as a set of clubs too. So that would be fine. No, it, it, it's a, it's a, a flush of clubs or a set of clubs. Yeah, the only reason I wasn't the only reason I was uh, didn't know if set was proper is like if you have uh, if you're playing Texas Hold'em and you get two cards down, uh, they wouldn't have called it that for just two clubs. It's, so no, it's, no, it's a five, so it's a five, five card. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. referred to as a set. Right, right. So any any flush of five clubs is called the golf bag. So there you go. Well done to both teams. Our theme linked answers are Elvis Gerback, Mark Cuban, Jack Ham, Ruben Sierra. And five clubs. One team got the theme after the third question. And one got it just after the fourth. So I will let Walling, since he got it in first, uh, give us the answer for the theme. Uh, Well, I typed it in, but I will have to tip my hat to my partner because he was the one who sent it over. We were going down the rabbit trail of the fact that Elvis, Andrews, and Mark Teixeira we're both involved in the same trade and trying to figure out who all was involved, but how are you going to squeeze Neftali Feliz into there? Jared uh, Saltalamachia. And Jared Saltalamachia is <laughs> really going to be a stretch. Uh, but once ham came up, the Scott IM me and said, Cuban and ham sandwiches. And I said, and Elvis is peanut butter and banana. Let's send it in. And so we sent in sandwiches. That is correct. And by my research, the Elvis sandwich is in is peanut butter and banana, sometimes with bacon added. So there you go. So we have the Elvis and preferably eaten on a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) One that you never get off of. (laughs) So yeah, so we had the Elvis, Mark Cuban, Jack Ham, the Ruben Sierra, and the club sandwich, of course. Well done to both teams. Well done. So after the second quarter, we have scores. Of Jack and Kumar go to White Castle have pulled out to a little bit of a lead with 280, and Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy are are trailing, but not by much with 230, and that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. So this halftime is part of my Scott Grimes revenge tour, or maybe revenge <laughs> on Scott Grimes. What did I do? It's, uh, it's all people born on August 4th or August 6th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't pay attention to them. Right, exactly. They, exactly. No, because they'd, be, they'd be dead to both of us, though, as you know. So just like I did a few episodes back, this is going to be a pre and post game, except there'll be two answers, and the two answers will have no overlap whatsoever except for the fact that somewhere embedded, they will have a shared TV show, okay? I'm going to give you an example. So if I said to you, 1980s Atlanta Braves outfielder who won consecutive MVPs in 1982 and 1983, and Ivy League school that graduated Bill O'Brien, Steve Jordan, and David Lux, your answer answer would be Dale Murphy Brown University with Murphy Brown being the middle section. You got it? 
Matt's playing the role of Josh Bomback tonight and giving me the no, handshake and the eye no, roll. No, I like it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait till Josh hears this and hates everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean hates everybody even more. That's I right. Don't know, I don't know if Josh listens to our show, all of our shows, so maybe he's not I, even listening. I, Hi, I Josh. All right. <laughs> question, question number one of the Lux Wacky Halftime. The next Olympic year for which a host city has not been announced and the only heavyweight boxing champion to finish his career undefeated, retiring in 1956 at 49-0. Love it. Cool. We'll check in. All right. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Have checked in. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy. Choose your own adventure. Time to talk it out. So it's a number before Rocky Marciano? Yeah. Or I still don't even I still don't even understand it's this. It's supposed to be a TV show that that so is there so like it would be like 2038 Rocky Marciano or something like that. So 2034 Rocky 4 Rocky 34 Rock. Oh, there you go. It's uh uh the 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 30 Rock. 2030 Rocky Marciano. There you go. Check that in. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you better get the hang of it now because they only get harder. Uh, oh, all right. Cool. All right. Cool. Uh, cool. 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 Jack and Kubar go to White Castle. What did you guys have? Oh, yeah, I believe uh, Wise Man once said he he whooped your Lewis ass. That's yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Twenty thirty, Rocky Marciano. And that is correct. So, just for Eid's sake, I guess it's twenty thirty. Rocky Marciano and the the intersection is 30 Rock. So 2024, of course, is going to be in Paris. 2026 is in Milano, Italy. 2028, of course, is Los Angeles and 30 Rock, uh, or rather 2030 is the next one they haven't announced yet. And everybody got Rocky Marciano. So well done. Okay. Question number two, baseball hall of fame inductee in 2020, who was the only player from his franchise in the hall of fame and major league team whose manager was Hall of Famer Ted Williams when they relocated in 1972. We'll, we'll check in. All right, Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Have checked in. Other team, you can talk this out. I must have totally spaced on the idea that uh, the Splendid Splinter was a coach. Re relocated in 72, so that would have been... Rangers. The Seattle Pilots relocated, or what do you no, mean? Washington Senators. Okay, they became the Rangers in 72? Yeah. I thought that happened in the 60s. No, wasn't this the one? I feel like this came up on something else. Okay. So Washington. So and major league team whose manager was Hall of Famer when they relocated in 1972. So it's so Walker, Texas Ranger. Larry, Larry Walker, Texas Ranger. There you go. I still hate this. <laughs> All right. And Jackie Kumar, go to White Castle. Well, they're the Texas Rangers, sir. Um, but we also checked in. I'm going to grade yeah. this liberally because they had Texas Rangers as, the, as <laughs> yeah. the TV show. So I will I will take that. But yes, it is Larry Walker, Texas Rangers. Yes. Got it. All right. I like it. This Love is it. where I like, this, I like this next one is where Ead's going to throw down his headset and run <laughs> off and just, just storm off after cursing my name. I mainly okay. like I mainly like it because I know Joshua. Josh is going to hate this. So this is awesome. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Tied with Ichiro for the most seasons with 200 or more hits, who like Ichiro is not in the Hall of Fame, but unlike Ichiro has not played in 37 years. And the college team that John Daly played for, as did Jerry Jones. Darren McFadden and Joe Johnson. Let's check. Uh, we're yeah. going to check in. All right. 
Jack and Kumar go to White Castle have checked in. So we get to torture Eid one more time. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy talk it out. Hasn't played in 37 years. Is that Pete Rose? Okay. Right? Pete Rose. Would have to be Pete Rose. 37, though? That would be 1988? No. 37 years ago would be. 30 years ago would be 1993. Yeah. So 1987. 1986. It's Pete Rose. Okay. So Pete Rose. Where did, where did Jerry. I thought Jerry Jones went to Arkansas. That's why he always yeah. pay, pays for ridiculous yeah. coaches to go to Arkansas. I didn't pay attention to his name in the question, to be honest. It was. It, it's. <laughs> I don't know why. Like he said, Jerry Jones. I didn't hum. even hear that. I didn't hear like, any of that. Because whenever you hear Darren McFadden, you, you can't focus on else, of course. Can't hear past that. Yeah. I no, honestly, I didn't hear McFadden either because I was just just <laughs> the disappointment of that section of the question is just. <laughs> so Pete Rose Arkansas, Rosar Ozark, Ozark. Oh, the yeah Ozark Pete Ozark Ozark. Uh, oh, that's so I stupid. F- <laughs> All right, White Castle. I, I applaud you, David, for taking the time to think up this elaborate revenge plot that really doesn't work because I love this. I think this is <laughs> if you're going to try to get revenge on me and it's pre and post game and it's not Brendan Shanahan a storm, then it's, it's not going to work. All right. Um, yeah, we got the, we sussed this one out pretty quickly. Uh, we also checked in with Pete Rose Arkansas Razorbacks. That is correct. Pete Rose, Arkansas Razorbacks, with the intersecting part being Ozark. Well done. Well done. And don't worry, Ed, you can sign up for my next game because I got a bunch more of these. He's got a little shrine in, in like a <laughs> hole in the corner of his house and it has Scott's face on it. <laughs> and the script with that question on there. And he's just been like frantically riding away. Exactly. All right. After halftime, we have a score that Hasn't really changed much. We have a 50-point lead. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle with 355 points. And Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky play have 305 points. Everybody is doing very well. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. But today's third quarter is going to be Lucky 7. Lucky 7. Lucky 7. Lucky 7. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. All right, your categories. And without revealing too much, I'll tell you that I think one of these is is way harder than the other two, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see how this plays. Question number one. Albert Pujols retired last year as one of only eight players to hit 30-plus home runs for nine or more consecutive seasons since 1990. 
I want you to name the other seven. Okay. Question number two, looking for the players with the most games with 20 points and 10 assists, 20 plus points, 10 plus assists before their 22nd birthday. And question number three, I want the last seven quarterbacks that were picked in the first round and went on to the Hall of Fame. Mr. Ede, what category would you like? Uh, the, why me? No, Matt wants the quarterbacks. Okay, fair enough. I'll set your clock. Let me know when you're ready. We're good. Okay, I, ju I just want to clarify one thing because I don't want the controversy to come up later, and I'm just going to call out a name. Okay, if Steve Young is on your list, take him off because supplemental drafts are BS, right? Okay, so I, I want to make sure... And that's I'm just, I, what I was okay. Exactly so, what we were discussing. Sorry. Well, good. Then let's just let's just avoid the controversy on air. And I'll just tell you right now: take him off your list and find somebody else if he was on your list. All right. <laughs> so then that goes back. Uh, sorry, that's sorry about I, that. But that's going to go back to hold on. I actually meant to point that out. I apologize. Yeah, we will check in, David. Excellent. All right. Then one at a time. Give me your list. Peyton Manning. That is correct. In drafted, of course, in '98. Troy Aikman. 89. So then we jump to Jim Kelly. That is correct. 1983. Buffalo Bills. Great. Along with uh, the better quarterback of that draft, Dan Marino. That is no correct. argument here. Yep. And then uh, horse teeth himself, John Elway. <laughs> That's correct. Three, <laughs> three guys in 1983 all in the Hall of Fame. That's correct. Yep. Terry Bradshaw. That is correct. And then the last one. Uh... Greasy. That is correct. Okay. Good job. Good job. I try Let's to write. Go! I try to write these so there's like six pretty, you know, gettable ones. And then I'm just trying to figure out if somebody's going to go back to Greasy. I am impressed. I I sort of am always impressed. Yeah. So the other anyway. names, obviously, we did the Steve Young thing, but then Eric brought up Joe Namath. And I thought Namath and Greasy were pretty close. And Eric confirmed that. And I would have thought that Namath was just like a year or two before Greasy. Something like it was close. I want to say was Namath close. was like 65. See, I, I had him down as 63, but now that I think about it, he wasn't 63 because what's his name from Navy? Navy was 63. Namath, Stop, I think, was Stop Stop back. Yeah, so yeah. it had to have been 64, 65, yeah. Greasy out of Michigan, right? Um, He would have been. No, Greasy was Purdue, I think. Oh, was he? Purdue. I yeah, think was so. I think it was Purdue. Purdue. I think is Michigan. Anyway, okay. that's his. That was his child. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's true. Brian and Greasy, Greasy would have been like what sixty six. Greasy was sixty seven. Okay. 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 So All then, right. when was Len Dawson? Yeah. Len Dawson. Oh, Len Dawson was like sixty or fifty nine, wasn't he? He was right. I mean, by the time he, he was, was with the uh, he was with the Texans before they moved uh, to Kansas. That's City. right. So, so yeah. he was with the Chiefs for a long time before they finally started up the Super Bowl and he made it. You know, and he won three. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, sorry, number three, not not number three, number four, right? Number four. Sorry, Namath was three. Okay. All right. So Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Which of our two remaining lists would you guys like to take? We would like to just rename the list that they did <laughs> with all the names they said. Perfect. 70 points Done. for Jack and Kumar. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. See, you guys have been playing <laughs> this job, wrong guys. the whole Good time. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thanks, right. Ede. I think we're going to go with Poo, Poo Holes, I believe. Poo we're going to call it the, the, the Poo Holes list. Yes, the right. Poo, the Poo Richardson list. list. So again, to remind our listeners, this is besides Albert Pujols, the eight players who have had nine or more consecutive 30-plus home run seasons since 1990. 
There's eight? You said there was this is lucky sevens, David. <laughs> I, I said other than Albert Pool. This is not crazy eight. I I pitched that round. Bombax said no. <laughs> so we're gonna check in. All right. Let's hear your list of streaky home run guys. Yeah, I'll take the first one. Uh Rodriguez. Uh that is correct. A Rod is number one on the list with 13 consecutive seasons. All right. We're gonna say bonds. Tied with A Rod with 13 consecutive seasons. Those guys like home runs. And steroids. Speaking of, uh, Sosa. Sosa is correct. He's actually tied for number three on the list. So our first three were the first three. Good. All right, cool. Here we go. Ramirez. Manny Ramirez is number, well, he's number seven on the list, but he's technically tied for for fifth. All right. Tommy. Tommy is on the list, also tied with Manny Ramirez with nine consecutive seasons. Delgado. Delgado is on the list. I wow, good for you guys. All right. <laughs> I mean, he's got a book. Wow. It's a little unfair. All right. That leaves one answer. <laughs> there we go. All right. This was left to the coin. We had three names left. The coin came up heads, which made yes. it the first name on the list. This was the one I wanted. Okay. Rafael Palmero. And you have swept the oh, list. Geez. <laughs> very impressive. Thank you. Very, Corey. very impressive. Ooh, so yeah, the favorite tails, pull of that one walling was was Delgado. That was my favorite. That was pull. you. That was all so, you. So um, everyone, every one of these guys, not probably not a huge surprise, but every one of these guys, their streaks span 2000. So A Rod was 98 to 2010. Bonds was 92 to 24, uh, to 2004, sorry. Semi Sosa was 95 to 2004. Delgado was 97 to 2006. Pamara was 95 to 2003. Tomei 96 to 2004. And Manny from 98 to 2006. So probably not a huge coincidence that that a bunch of those guys are steroid guys and it all spanned that era. So David, this was so difficult for us. We had so many names. Have, Where was I'm Mark at, McGuire on that list? Well, what, he's the guy we were talking about. Yeah, he like, was what we, we thought was we, the we, trap. He had some injuries. And same with Griffey because we were talking oh, Griffey, but then... It's interesting. When you were talking about a trap answer that had a lot of injuries, I thought you were talking about Griffey. So we were talking uh, about... Well, both. Yeah, but he had already eliminated Griffey at that point. Okay, okay. While he brought up, he, he had the broken wrist season, like right in the middle. Yeah, the, so the uh, the tails of that coin was Miguel Cabrera, and we were pretty. I I was really torn. I know Rafi has. They're both three thousand five hundred guys. They're both you know been around for forever. I just yeah. We never answered the question. Where was McGuire on this list? McGuire had some off years. I can I I will I will look this up. The funny thing about Palmero is that whenever these lists come out, I've heard this time and time again on the show, he's always the one that everybody forgets. He's always That's the one that everybody forgets. He's, he's always on them. Yeah, he's yeah. always on these lists. He was just a metronome. Yeah, 30 home so, runs, 300. So many average, names. 30 home runs, 300, yeah. <laughs> that was actually really fun, David. Thank Andy you. Andy did this You're very welcome. in front of Congress. If you, if you right. had a 30 homer season from 90 to 05, we named that person. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> so, yeah. So Maguire came out, like, I'm just looking at it now. Maguire came out like gangbusters, and from 87 to 92, he had, no, he wasn't even, that wouldn't even done it, sorry. Then he was hurt, uh, uh, and then 30 years, right, so the problem was in 90, hold on. 97 he was hurt, and 98. Yeah, 90, 80, 70. Yeah, he 70. had, he had, he was hurt was, like two years after that. Yeah, right. I, always forget, I always forget that he had, that year that in 97 when he was traded, he had 34 yeah. home runs in one league and 24 in the other league, which in itself yeah. is pretty remarkable. That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, he he wouldn't have done it. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the last list. And the honor of taking that list will go to Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and, that, and that list will be most games with 20 plus points, 10 plus assists before their 22nd birthday. I've already apologized profusely. I have 
no clue on this one, so I'm going to be zero help. My goal is to get at least three. Before their 22nd birthday. Yeah. So let's go. Are you checking in? Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I, I I mean, there's... I can talk it out with myself, but either way, I'm just gonna go with. I'm gonna go. Names. <laughs> I'm going with names that just first ones that pop in my head. So, all right, I'm gonna check in. Or okay. we're, we're we're going. To check. <laughs> I like that. Lives a team, dies a team. All right, let's hear it. Ah, uh, Trey Young. Trey Young is on the list. He is actually number two. Yeah, damn right he is. With 44 such games, by the way, it's a pretty impressive number. Right, I so would be then... super impressed if I knew who Trey Young was. He he played tonight. So cool. he did. All right. Good yeah. for him. He is he over twenty two? They, they won tonight. I think he's, he's now over twenty one. I think yeah. he's definitely oh. over that now. Yes. He's he's, he's twenty four, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then if he's there, then this other guy's gotta be there. We're gonna go with Luca. Luka Doncic is number one on the list. This one's gotta be there. He's gotta. Uh let's go with Lamelo Ball. Yes, LaMelo Ball was the reason this I saw this list in the first place. He cracked the top seven, and I think he's he's actually may have climbed up since then, since I saw the list. But regardless, he's in the top seven. So well done. Yep, LaMelo Ball is on the list. All right, and that brings me to, let's go with John Morant. John Morant is not on the list. You said you wanted three, so that's pretty good. Okay. All right, so we go back to the other team. There are four remaining answers for you. And I'll give you a, a minute or two to strategize when you're ready to check in. Let me know. I mean, yeah, I mean, we can talk we it out. Talk so. it out loud, yeah. So, so I mean, they didn't say LeBron, right? And I think probably. Who I think should. it's probably uh, Kyrie. I don't hate that as an answer. He did come I'm out thinking, after one year of college, right? I'm thinking so. It's got it's going to be high school or one year of college, guys. That's why I'm thinking maybe John Wall, just because he was one year of college and he was really really good the first right. couple seasons. What about Rose? Yeah, the assists scare me a little bit with him because okay. he was more of that Allen Iverson slasher type guy. He wasn't really known for – I mean, he very well could be, but I don't yeah. think he – I this might be a little more modern. Maybe Shea Gilgis-Alexander could be on this list. Hey. I think it's going to be even more recent than we probably think. Just because. Well, what about Josh Giddy for Oklahoma City? He's, he, he's getting a ton Is of triple doubles. He's not oh. averaging, but, I mean – you can pretty pretty much sleepwalk your way to twenty points these days in the That's NBA. <laughs> like, um, trying to think of other guys that are. What about Giannis? Assists. I don't know if he's got yeah. assists. And no, he probably didn't. Uh, his would have been probably after, right? Because I mean, his first couple seasons. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't yeah. what he is now. Russell Westbrook. Pete. No, he was too old. Like, yeah, by the time he came he to my head too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. Um, um, all right, so we want to throw one down, and then who do you feel? Do you feel most confident about LeBron? Yeah, I feel most confident about. I feel more comfortable about LeBron than. I mean, I'm cool with either John Wall or Kyrie, and then all right. yeah, I'll let's uh, kind of go from there. Let's go LeBron first, David. We're gonna say LeBron James, and that one is correct. LeBron is number three on the list. All right, okay. I I like Kyrie. I think best. Okay, Next. go for it. You can say Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and that's, that is a trap answer, and I think a phenomenal guess, but that is incorrect. The rest of this list, I mean, obviously, they're not going to be that shocking, but it seemed very shocking to me. Number four. Is, may, I, may I ponder one? Is Kevin Garnett on this list? No, he is okay. not. He is right. not. In fact, I didn't one hear those, any. Like, had a sneaky amount of assists. Uh, Kwame Brown, yeah. Very true. Okay, so one of these guys I wouldn't have guessed because I thought he would have been 
too old. That that's the next guy on the list is Chris Paul. I thought about him, but yeah, I thought he might have been. Too and old. and the next two, I don't know why they just wouldn't have popped into my head at all. One of them is Stephen Marbury. Man, oh, yeah. I, when you said Iverson, I I started to say Marbury and then Marbury, I, yeah, because they because he came out after his freshman year, and I was like, eh, that's about right. And, okay, right. And the last one, none other than Magic Johnson. So came out after two years, but was still young, and and he probably did that like he had nineteen of them, but it were probably in his first twenty games. So, uh, there you go. Okay, that brings us to the end of the third quarter, and our scores are Jack and Kumar go to White Castle, have four hundred thirty-five points with a slightly smaller lead over Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy, who have 405 points. And that will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. All right. For no particular reason, because I ran out of themes for my fourth quarters, today's theme is advertising slogans. So question one is the happiest place on earth. Question two will be just do it. Question three is think different. And question four is I'm loving it. So happiest place on earth will pertain to Super Bowl winners. Just do it will pertain to NBA all-stars. Think different pertains to MLB Hall of Famers. And I'm loving it pertains to college basketball. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one, the happiest place on earth. Who holds the record for the longest gap between Super Bowl titles, winning two Super Bowls with the same team 12 years apart? David, we're going to check in. All right. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle, have checked in. Eric and Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy, talk it out. All right. So the, two Tampa, the two Tampa victories... That was more than 12 years, right? 2020, and it wouldn't have been... 2000... 2008? No, that's not right. No. 2000, 2008 was... Patriots. Well, that's it. Well, calendar year would have been Patriots losing to the Giants. Mm-hmm. So... That Giants... year that the Tampa beat Oakland was 2002? Something like that. So... 2003-2002 season, yeah. Yeah, so that's too far. 17 years away. Nice okay. job, man. Um, so Ravens were Ravens 2000, were 2000 2000... season, 2001. So Super and then Bowl. 2012 season, 2013. So that was the Harbaugh Bowl, right? Yeah, so Super Bowl 35 and then Super Bowl what plus 12 is 47. To carry the five. Which is, which is right, so that would be... And the person that was on that team, on both those teams, was Ray Lewis, is the one I thought of. Right. He was on both, Is there, but there's nobody else that was on both, right? Uh, it sounds right to me. Ray Lewis was drafted in, what, 99, 98? About that time. It's yeah. about that time. He Come played on. with that giant thing on his arm, so he was definitely in that Super Bowl, so I remember that. We are going to check in with Ray Lewis for 7 trillion points. I don't know how many points we wagered because uh, he didn't tell uh, me. Really? You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> like, you don't know. Uh, I think it's right one or two. It's either 100 points or 69. We need the points, so it's 100. <laughs> nice. I, think you, I think you knew as soon as you agreed to be his teammate how many points were going to be wagered on this question. <laughs> All right. And Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. What did you guys have? 
yeah, the only way to get here was to do the math and try to figure it out. And luckily for, for me and for us, I got there pretty quickly uh, that the Ravens made sense. I knew for a fact it was 2013 because I just remember watching the game and, and where I was at the time. And then the Ravens-Giants game that we discussed earlier during Jonathan Ogden's question was definitely 0-1. So we also checked in with Ray Lewis because we knew he was on the roster for both of those, for 100. All right. And both teams are receiving their 100 points. Well done. Uh, I don't always put in subtle clues in the – and this one is a very, very subtle clue. I rarely do it. But anyway – the, the happiest place on earth was actually a reference to Disney World because Ray Lewis won the MVP of 35, but he didn't get, because of his murder trial, he did not get to be the guy who said, uh, I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> that was, that he was, he was banned. I guess. Who I don't said it? Uh, Trent Dilfer, actually. Did um, he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. The the clue I thought you were going to put in there is the person that he may or may not have killed was Raven to uh, have a good time <laughs> at the... <laughs> All I right. just thought it was going to be a Phil Sims question, and it was not. So that's right. Could have easily always, been a Phil Sims question. You always have to watch out for the hidden Phil Sims. Phil question. Sims questions, right? <laughs> they will sneak up. All right. Question two. Just do it. What current NBA player didn't make the All Star game until his 14th season? The longest ever wait for a first time All Star. The year after he was born, his father won Olympic gold. <clears throat> we can check in, Matt. Oh, well, well there you go. All right. Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy have checked in. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Feels like you guys have not done much talking tonight, but it's your turn. I remember a couple of years ago, Mike Conley finally made the All-Star team, and they made a big, you know, kind of a big deal about how he'd been this really solid player but never made the All-Star team. And that would have been around, 20, yeah, that was, what, 2020? He was drafted in 06? Yeah, he was the same year as... The Odin. Odin. So, yeah, because they were... So, I mean, that... Timeline kind of works. I'm trying to think of who else that's current that so Kyle Lowry think... waited a while, but I don't know if it was 14. He is a junior, if that makes any That's true. If that makes any I, I, Mike Conley Jr. is also a junior. So No, no, I mean Mike Conley. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I mean. Kyle Lowry is. He very well Kyle could Lowry, be. I don't think. I just can't think. Like I feel like everyone else now in the All-Star game, it's pretty young now. Like. Right. It's easy, you know, guys are getting in their second, third seasons. It was actually supposed to be five years after he was born. His father won Olympic gold. Oh, I don't know if that's, I don't that's, know if that's, that's everything. Oh, that's not Mike Conley Jr. Mike then. Yao Ming Jr. Think about in your head, and I'm not going to talk you out of it. So I'm good with it if you're good with it. All right. We're going to check in with Mike Conley Jr. for 100 points. All right. And Eric and the Malayan Salty Dicky Boy, what'd you guys have? Mike Connolly Jr. for 100 points as well. That is correct. Well done. Uh, I, I had the year wrong. I just want to say that it's not one year after. It was five years after. His Mike Connolly Sr. was an Olympic mostly triple jumper, if I remember right, who mm-hmm. who broke through and won in Barcelona. Mike Connolly Jr. was born in 87. He did not – Mike Connolly Sr. didn't win in Seoul. He won in Barcelona. So it was actually uh... five years after. So anyway, and he went to – uh, Pete Rose, Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, he was an Arkansas track star. So there you go. And which he was is why born he... in the Ozarks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Question three, Matt. It's going to sound like it, but it's really not a David question. Okay, so oh, just geez. just FYI. Okay, it's a David, David question. question. There are only two members in the Baseball Hall of Fame who played in the majors and yet went hitless in their major league career. 
One was Walter Alston, who was 0 for 1 in his career, but made the Hall of Fame because he was a longtime Dodgers manager. The other is a pitcher who won 254 games and a World Series with three different teams. Name him. David, we would, uh, please, sir, please, sir, we'd like to check in. Excellent. Eric and Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy have checked in. Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. So Pitchers. you're thinking maybe maybe Jack Morris, which I, I like it. 251. I just don't know if he got to 254. He very well could have. I don't know. But Tigers, Jays, and obviously Twins. I mean, they all won around the same time period, which would have made right. sense, mm-hmm. right? Because um, the other names in '91, if he went to Toronto in '92 and '93. Yeah, and other names we brought up have been guys that either played in the like didn't win three World Series or played in the um national league some like you know david cohen or whatever probably yeah i'm thinking cohen because obviously the yankees and the blue jays right um right, and the pretty sure you played with the mets so did play with um, the mets and I'm, you would think just by chance yeah, by being a starting pitcher like you yeah so uh that's a Dave's, good call Blylevin, i think may have been a little early that's the only other name that kind of worries me a little bit but i don't think he won he was mostly like angels Right, Angels didn't win a World Series. Right, around that time. So, I mean, Morris makes I know sense I've heard this frame. somewhere else. Okay. And and when when I got to when we got to Morris, it seemed to ring a bell, and it does fit the clues. So I'm cool. With I I, I think we should do it. Yeah. All right, let's check in with Jack Morris then for 100 points. All right, and Eric and the Himalayan salty dicky boy. What'd you guys have? Well, so. So the two two people that we could think of that both won uh, World Series with three different teams as pitchers was uh, Jack Morris and Lackey, first name. Uh, John. John Lackey. Um, John Lackey, yeah, with the Cubs, Angels, and Red Sox. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's Jack Morris, even though I will say that Jack Morris is um, uh, a dickhead, number one, and overrated, number two. Shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. Uh, and Dave Steeb should have won like three or four Cy Youngs at the same time that he was winning Cy Youngs because he had much better numbers. So um, we checked in with Jack Morris for 100 points. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, so I think you guys nailed all of it. The one thing that I was hoping you would pick up on is the fact that he was hitless in his career is is quite a feat. I mean, anybody that comes up to bat enough times eventually is eventually going to get a hit. Jack Morris's timing was just perfect because he started pitching in the mid-70s. The DH started in 73. So he came up with the Tigers, I think 76 or 77 was his rookie year. He pitched until 94. Interleague started in 97. So the gap between 73 and 97, American League pitchers like rarely came up to bat. I, I mean, o- only in weird circumstances or in mm-hmm. the World Series. So yeah. Jack Morris Jack Morris didn't get that many chances, although the funny thing was that he actually scored four runs in his career because he, he put him in as a, you know. Pinch runner. Pinch runner, exactly. Did he so wear the, the, like, sheen, the sateen jacket? Of course. Oh, yeah. No, they would put him in as a pitch runner. When do they, he, even still, when they don't he even was, still do that, do they? Like on his off day, like yeah. when he was, you know. Oh, to get skin, yeah. his conditioning in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well done. Well done. Our lead has stayed very constant with all these 100-point victories. So we have a 30-point lead for Jackie Kumar. Go to White Castle. Going into the last question. Category is I'm loving it. Earlier this year, a Duquesne-Loyola basketball game was interrupted when someone walked out onto the court. Who was it? David. 
We're going we're to check it. <laughs> On the edge of my seat, waiting. The suspense <laughs> is killing me. All right, Eric and the Himalayan and Salty Dicky Boy have checked in for the last time this evening. Jack and Kumar, go to White Castle. So vaguely. So we're, we're, we're trying to figure out the clue, right? I'm loving it. So I'm like, was this the Hamburglar? Can you imagine yeah. if he ran Grimace on the court and they were like, the court. they were like, hamburger stole the ball. Like he pulled the Havlicek. Yeah. You know, he, he's hamburger. Yeah. So that's I don't remember I that. I feel like that would have been a big news story. Um, <laughs> I would have gone with that had you not well, remembered something. Else. Yeah. So I remember the game and I, I have no idea who the teams were. But I do remember the article about like an Uber Eats or a DoorDash guy trying to deliver food in the middle of a game. That's honestly like the only story that I can think of that kind of fits all these. It fits the clue of the it title. Does. Yeah, if he right? was trying to drop off McDonald's. And you know what? They got delivery time windows. He had to get that delivery. <laughs> Dude, man. Yeah, like, man. You're not going to lose five, those five. <laughs> he's not five losing dollar that tip, later. right? Um, uh, yeah, I'm good with that. Should we just say delivery drivers? So, because I don't want to say DoorDash and it was Uber Eats and we get it. Yeah, wrong. are we allowed to say that? I don't think we're sponsored. Like, so, it was a DiGiorno uh, driver. Yeah, <laughs> Not delivery. Yeah, at a basketball game. DiGiorno. All right, so you're gonna say delivery, delivery driver, food, food delivery driver for a hundred sure. points. Yeah, for a hundred points. All right, and other team. What do you I have? Feel like I feel like they need to be more specific, David. I feel like they don't. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. What do you got? Wow. You might, we're, you uh, might, you might we're, get bonus. You might get bonus points if you get this for a second time. A second right. animal this protest. Is, I'm, this is karmic payback for bonus points. That's right. There, there may be right. Right. <laughs> no, this. There may be bonus points if you get it exactly right, Eid, and then I'll get to use my. I'll just use my 30, tiebreaker 30 question. Five points. <laughs> it was one hundred percent an Uber each driver. I said that at one point. Yeah, but you needed. We're to not allowed to you say could, that. You, you could have went with well, Grubhub. You could have went with. with what was the, what, what's the old but one? That, that wasn't switched? the request. DoorDash. There was there was skip the dishes. There's DoorDash. There's skip the ditches. Dishes. <laughs> skip the bitches. All right. Zanzibar. Is that skip for, the bitches. Something skip the dishes. Never ditches did. is for drunk people that wants if, to get food at home or something. Now, no, now he if you if he really wanted to be specific, he would have asked his name and. Because it does say, who is it? Not who did he work for? All right, let's get an answer here. <laughs> he just uh, answered the question. We gave it. Uber Eats. All right. Uber Eats for 130 points. 131 <laughs> points. 31 points. And both, a half. Both teams are receiving their points. It was, an, it was an Uber Eats driver with specifically food from McDonald's, which was why the clue was I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, Somebody called, and then it turned out that it may have been like all a, a a fix anyway, and they were all doing this to get publicity for Uber Eats or for McDonald's or for both. But at the time, it Is was that somebody, necessary. That, uh, that, honest, that mom it. and pop shop McDonald's uh, really wanted yeah. to get their name <laughs> out, out of out of McDonald's, Uber Eats, <laughs> Duquesne and Loyola. Right. I don't think du- McDonald's and Uber Eats feel bad for those guys. I was about to say Duquesne, Duquesne and Loyola could probably use the publicity. That's you know what? You know yeah, what else that, happened? I want. I want to say maybe half of the teams, um, the players on the teams, were wearing these shoes called Air Jordans. Uh, it, it was all a ploy. <laughs> they needed to really get their name out there. I thought you were going to say they were wearing the Ronald McDonald shoes. All right. Well, our game has come to an end, and I don't even get to use my tiebreaker. And here are the final scores: Eric and the Himalayan Salty Dicky Boy finished with eight hundred five points. Ooh. But our but our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Kyle Trask Award with 835 points 
Our Jack and Kumar go to White Castle. Well done, everyone. Once again, Eid is adding to his to his formula of losing when they're missing links and winning every other game. So you're just you're just staying on brand, Eric. I appreciate that. All right. Any quick comments before we uh before we call it? Hey, David. I- I'm listening, Eid. I'm listening. What you got? We love you. <laughs> Nothing. It's probably it's and- probably gonna be. I think we we got some news for you. This, this is we're we're done. We're, yeah. We're. We're getting a divorce. We're divorcing David. Yeah, so. David. I mean, it's, yes. You can keep I, the kids. I, we well, get you've, the, run out of, you've officially run out of questions. <laughs> it was a good run, David. Yes, David. <laughs> we've, we've brought in a replacement. We're going to be bringing in Lavid Ducks. So he's going to be taking your place. <laughs> Left-handed <laughs> Episcopalian. From the record. <laughs> Just for the record, I, I'm a lefty. And oh, I can, sorry, it's a right-handed uh, Episcopalian. Is it too late to have an episode is... title of left-handed Episcopalian? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. An ambidextrous agnostic. <laughs> Spins so... the dreidel upside down. <laughs> I could do never that too. Goes, never has missing a link to this game. He, yeah. lights, he lights all the candles on the menorah and blows them out one day oh. at a time. During Hanukkah, Lehman Ducks only listens to audio after it's been edited. He wears protection when he's listening to the audio. David Lehman Ducks can get off of everything. Lehman Ducks was bored May eighth. Hey! Wow! Well done. That is impressive. All right. Lavin Ducks is actually only 22 years old. He went to a state school. <laughs> community college. He went to a community college. I went to both the community college and the state school. So now he got his GED. I was just going to say. <laughs> he, he also writes simple three word questions. For yeah. What is this? Yes. <laughs> I think that's plenty. So I think it's I think it's time for me to finally say thank you for all listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. David Ducks loves meth. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.